Hello, I'm Hannah. And I'm Marie Claire. Welcome to Young and Struggling, the podcast by two 20 somethings who don't have a clue. Each week, we'll be discussing everything from navigating careers, relationships, social issues, and the challenges we face as young women. So buckle up and please keep your hands inside the cart at all times. Hello! Hello, MC! Hi, Hannah. How are you, buddy? I'm actually uh, really good. Yeah. feel very zen, very relaxed after a nice long weekend. Yeah, how was your Easter? Really nice, yeah. Good. I feel like the weather gods came out to play. Oh, yeah. For some reason, it was just like really nice weather, Good Friday to Easter Monday. Yeah. And then it's gone to shit again. I know. Mm. It's awful. It was awful today. Mm -hmm. Grim. But yeah, spent it in the countryside, lots of like spring lambs all over the place oh that's so lovely it really was i was stuck here that sounds so nice brighton's nice though yeah it is nice but i live here and i i'm doing uni work so Mm. i was just like inside all day but next easter you'll be a different person yeah true next easter i'll be in america yeah this podcast would have gone transatlantic i know i'm so excited for that that'll be so much fun i know i was thinking about this the other day and about how yeah. We'll make that work. But we will. Yeah. No, we will, definitely. I mean, it might be at weird times in the day, but... Yeah. But the the good thing about me living on the East Coast is the time difference, I think it's only five hours. Oh, okay. So, if we... We could do it, like, in the evenings, and for me it would be, like... I love how we're talking about it. I know, like... we're planning out. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it'll work fine. It'll work okay. Yeah. It's exciting. Um. So that's going to be really fun. Yeah. So, today we're discussing renting right renting and the problems of renting the, the absolute renting. minefield that is renting yeah and being an adult and living in a and renting a house yeah know? or a flat or whatever yeah yeah i mean i was even going to say like renting and buying a house but like the phrase buying a house is just so not in my vernacular right now no. it's so far away from yeah something I don't that i'm me. able to do yes i really think I will probably be very old by the time I could afford to buy a house mm. at this rate. So, yeah. Me too. And okay. do you know what's funny is I see people who I went to school with, you know, like getting engaged and like buying houses yeah. literally every week on Facebook. Yeah. Instagram well, my stuff. twin sister, she has, she's living in a house that she's bought with her boyfriend and they have a dog. I'm like, how? How is this happening? But I think it's all based on location. So where she lives, she lives in a tiny village kind of in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. so i think houses are cheap but i don't want to live somewhere like that i want to live like where things are hip-hop happening (laughs) hip-hop happening so isn't that so funny as well how like obviously you and your twin are exactly the same age yeah and this is what i find like so fascinating about being in your early and mid-20s is like you can basically have lived the same childhood and the same existence yeah but your current lives are really different. Yes, me and Kate are opposites, yeah. Yeah. So different. Um, but yeah, I don't regret it. I think... No, no, no. I, I think her life so suits her so well. And my life is rough, but it suits me. That's not rough. <laughs> yeah, it's not that rough, but... Well, it's kind of rough, but... We'll get into why <laughs> in this... Because renting is a pain in the I butt. Mean, I suppose when I'm thinking about some of the things that we'll talk about, yeah. Buddy, we've been through the ring <laughs> sure. when it comes to renting. Sure. I mean, I have been living, like, away mm. from my, like, family home stuff. I've been living yeah, in Brighton for... Well, I've lived in five houses in five years in Brighton. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of normal, isn't it? Because, like, 
or I guess not. Maybe you stay in a house after uni, but I remember, like, I'm, so I'm in my last year of uni, and, like, usually every year we move house. Yeah, that is quite normal when you're a student. It's, it's kind of, you get, like, a yearly contract and stuff, but mm. I just think... That's a lot of the la- Well, there's, it's, like, a combination of things. It's living in a city like Brighton where yeah. the market is, it's just, it's mental, and, like, it's so competitive. Yeah. But also, like, the choices are so bad. Yeah, I know. It's such an odd mix. It's because they can get away, landlords here can get away with doing the bare, bare minimum to their properties. Because people want to live here. People want to live in Brighton and they will pay what they have to pay to do it. So, they raise up the prices and you move into a not constructibly sound home. Mm. Because you could just get, they just get away with it. Yeah, my experience... I don't have any experience of, like, renting anywhere else, so I wouldn't be able to comment on that. But from everything that I hear, it's pretty similar in most cities, though. Yes, I I think so. And particularly with being so close to London, Mm. it's probably, like, the most expensive place outside of London. I wouldn't know the actual, like, facts and figures, but... Mm. Well, my... I think that's so true, because even in America... So my sisters moved in together to a apartment in Boston mm-hmm. and it was really central where they moved in because they had jobs there um and it was awful they had a really bad rat problem oh my god and their neighbors were like hoarding uh, and could they see the rats yes no I they were giant as well no I literally they actually not. there was one really big one that was like ridiculously large and they nicknamed him Cowboy. Uh, no, I'm actually going to be sick. Because he was such a jumper. This is, Hannah, this is the worst thing I know, ever but said. buddy, this is city living. And, like, oh they, as God. much as they, as hard as they tried to, like, you know, you don't, you can't trust your landlords to fix those problems because yeah. they don't care. They don't give monkeys. Well, and so, that's, that's just kind of, like, a systemic issue of living in a city. Yeah, but you would hope your landlord would help, you know, help arrange setting traps or poison or would get, at least pay for, like, an exterminator to come in. Like, mm. that should be part of the minimum, is, like... Because nobody can live like that. I know. Especially if you're someone like me who has, like, an intense phobia of rats. Yeah. Me too, buddy. If that ever happened to me, oh I my swear God. to God, I'd be gone. I know. One Within time... half an hour. My old housemate was sitting in the living room. I think I was at work at the time or something. And she messaged me saying, Oh, my God, Hannah, I saw a rat outside our house. That was, like, oh, my God, we're now getting into rat territory. <laughs> Yeah, that is... That was a... I was terrified. Horrendous. I've never seen the rat, or I've never seen a rat since. Do you think it definitely was a rat, or do you think I don't she know. just maybe missed it? I think it was a big mouse or something. Because you know when it's a rat. Like, I have seen rats, but also you no. Know. Also, my old housemate was, like, a London... She's from London, so she must know what a rat looks like. True, true, true. I'm not, like, doubting her intelligence or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that she doesn't know what a rat is. Mm. But, I mean, do you want to explain some of the issues that you've had. I mean, while we're on the, um, you know, the, the topic of furry little friends, um, I, so my house is a very old house, which means, if you read read between the lines, it means nobody's going to touch it because it has quote unquote historical value. So it's built very poorly because back in those days, you know, they, houses were built poorly. This was this house is from apparently from like the eighteen hundreds or something. Really? So it's yeah, it's built very badly. There's no foundation to the house. If you took up the um for the flooring, not here because there's the basement down there. But if you took up the flooring over there or over there, 
It would go straight to dirt. Hannah is pointing to her living room and to her kitchen. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I always forget. I always think I'm just talking to you, MC. Um, but, yeah, you would dig right into dirt. There's no foundation. There's mm. a plank of wood, and that's it. So this house is built very poorly. And all around um, the bottom of the walls um, and the, like, div- dividings of the rooms, there's gaps, basically. And there's not much leading from the gaps to the outside world. So... Living in this house that I've lived in now for about two years, um, I've always kind of had to deal with mice. And that has kind of become a regular. It was a lot worse before because... I remember in the summer. It was really bad. It was really bad. We were setting traps everywhere and we would have to literally like twice to three times a week go around and empty the traps. Yeah, and they would They, they would, would be all full. be full. They would all be full, yeah. <laughs> and I remember coming over to see Hannah in the Mm -hmm. summer and we'd be like sat down to watch I don't know whatever shit program we were gonna watch yeah and one of us would be like it's (laughs) it smells like dead mouse in here and it would be like oh but where is it like and then you have to search the whole the traps I know because the thing about okay so if you live with mice like that you know the smell of a dead Mm. mouse because it's a very specific smell and it is the worst smell ever. But it's so specific. It's the smell of death. Yes. Other animals smell the same. Yeah, it's I've really death frog specific. Before. It smells exactly the same. You? Yeah. Lol, where have you been <laughs> sniffing frogs? <laughs> I was a forest girl, you know. Oh. These things just happen to you sometimes. Oh, interesting. Mm. Um, we'll get back to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's such a strong smell. So when a, you know, you don't always know when the traps go off because usually it would be when, after we went to sleep. So yeah, we would be sitting down and I would be like, I smell somebody's <laughs> died. Somebody's died it's true. in the house. And we would have to, yeah, we'd have to go find. And we put them everywhere, like under the sofa, like real, like tricky places to like kind of get to sometimes. So it would be a whole ordeal to yeah. like empty all the I traps. remember. So Hannah has one of those sofas that um, is a sofa bed. So you can like open the top and it comes out into a sofa bed. Yeah. You'd put a trap in the sofa. Yes, well, they would get in was, there. Yeah, which. Oh my god, that is just I know. horrific to me. Never to would I ever use that sofa bed. I've used it countless times. Lol, R.I.P. buddy. <laughs> I know, to think that a mouse has probably genuinely crawled over me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it couldn't be me. But since then, so Unless my landlord... We're going to talk about landlords now because I've had to deal with a difficult, difficult landlord in this house um, who is very used to renting it as an Airbnb. So he's used to people coming in and going very quickly. He's not used to long tenants. So this, and this house isn't built for a long tenant. So, um, yeah, he's not very good with fixing issues. Um, and I've talked to him about the mouse problem the whole time I've lived here. And he's always said, like, there's nothing he can do. Um, we live in Brighton. But then I think in first year, I lived in the most disgusting house ever. And I never saw a mouse. mm it doesn't. I don't think like. I think it's the way this house is built. Dirt, yeah, correlates. It's just mm. sometimes it is partly to do with your it's location, food, though, like leaving out food and bins, yeah, and things bins, like that. Trash. But the reason why this is like good context around like this whole like renting issue at the moment is because you shouldn't have to just put up with that. No, that's not. Uh, in my opinion, that is not normal. When people say, when he says to me. You're living in Brighton, like, what do you expect? That's literally, what, like, what my landlord said to me. And to me, that's not normal. I've lived in so many different houses while, while I've lived here. And that is a, a structural problem of the mm. home. That it's his responsibility to fix, in my opinion. 
he did not feel the same way. Um, so for a long time, I just had to live with it. And eventually, I literally had to go to him and beg, please, can we do something about it? Um, and he was like, oh, I'll look into it, I'll look into it. And then me and my housemate, we just phoned up, uh, like, literally the first, um, exterminator that we could find in Brighton that would come right away. He sorted it out, and we sent him the bill. Nice. And, yeah, he agreed to pay for it, so. As he should. Yeah. But since then... Still had some mouse slip through the cracks. Yeah, in fact, there was some one mice. time where we were actually recording an episode. Yeah! yeah! What I, episode was it? Do you remember? Um, I don't... It was maybe like two or three ago. Yeah. And I caught something. I, I just must intense. have turned my head at the right moment because something yeah. caught my eye. And we just finished recording, I think. And I said yes, to Hannah, Hannah, I'm sure I've just seen a mouse run under your telly. Yes. And... Like, I didn't want to make that up because that's, a, like, such no, a No, but I need to know thing. that stuff because yeah. at the moment, I'm limited on my traps. I don't have a lot of traps out because I had the exterminator in. I had a good period of a mouse-free period. But now, oh my god, they're back for revenge. Do you know what's funny is this, about this as well? It's like, we're sat here talking about this and it makes it sound like you're living in squalor. I know, you're I'm not living in not. squalor. Like, this is a nice house. Yes. It has, like, so much potential. I know, that's the thing, though, it's potential. Yeah. If you would just put a little bit more money into it. It's so frustrating that people like your landlord mm-hmm. see this as like... You must not be named. <laughs> ...their job, yeah. except they they don't put any hours into their job. Like I know. You... I'm going to say something, and this is a very bold statement, but I really agree with it. And I'll tell you who first said it was an artist named Marina Skinner. She's a very cool artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and she one of the things she's most well-known for is having this statement with her illustrations on a t-shirt and she always sells out of them every time I try Mm. to buy one. They sell out so fast because everybody relates to it. But the t-shirts say on it, landlord is not a job. Mm -hmm. It says that in big letters. I could not agree more. And I just think that is so true. Being a landlord, that is not a profession. Plenty of people do it. I know. I mean, I don't, yeah, I I agree. taking money out of people's pockets and not doing anything about it. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's lots of good landlords. I have a very good landlord currently. Mm. But I've had some absolute horrors. Like like I said, I've lived in five houses in five years. One of them was particularly awful. We had, like... This was also during the pandemic, so that, for some reason, made things, like, extra difficult to get anything done. Yeah. We had an absolutely horrific mould problem. Mm. Like, to the point where it was, it was making both me and my housemate unwell yes i would wake up every Mold's morning quite dangerous i had thick black mold right behind my bed yeah which it wasn't through our lack of like cleanliness because we were really no clean. that's the thing about molds yeah you would you would think it's like in the back of your mind you're like oh it's dirty it's dirty but you can get molds and be the cleanest person ever yeah it wasn't through lack of ventilation mm. it was it was just like a, a problem that they needed to come and deal with and we must have sent i'm not even joking about 10 emails sending photos like just basically saying like please help us like yeah, we have we to can't live breathe here. yeah i have to wake up every morning with like phlegm on my lungs like coughing because mm-hmm. of this awful mold problem it i mean I, I wasn't even the one who came like the worst off out of it mm. and they did absolutely nothing yeah like honestly nothing and it is so it's so difficult because i'm not in a position where i can own my own home mm. like obviously i would love nothing more but that yeah. is just not something that is like we can't afford to buy a property yeah. that's not something that's you know mm. 
in my future right now. But yes. hopefully one day it will be. Yeah. So uh, I'm sort of, well, I am forced into this choice of, of renting, mm-hmm. which is, is great, but it comes with its own issues. Yeah. You have to live, live, um, oh, what's the word? You have to live uh, by the standards of some other person. So some other person may say, oh, mold, like, that's your problem to sort, or it's fine, it's not a big deal. So then you, yeah, it becomes your problem, you have to sort it out or live with it. But it's it shouldn't be, that's mm. not a normal thing. That... And the prices have just gone up every single year that I've moved. Which yeah. is, it's absolutely insane, because what I, I've rented through, like, um, letting companies, like, four out of five times. Yeah. And what they'll do is they'll give you a 12-month contract every single time, and they say when you're getting towards the end of it, you want to renew? Mm. And may- maybe, like, once or twice I've been like, actually, you know what, like, I'm pretty comfortable here, like, I could see myself staying. You say, great, I'll renew. And then mm. they come back with an email and they say, that's going to be £100 extra every month. Yeah. For what? What are you providing me yeah, I know. extra for that £100? Nothing. I know. I was actually talking to my dad about this and um, I was saying when somebody I know is interested in moving into this house after me mm. and... So I was talking to my dad about, like, um, because he does help me out with some of the bills because this is a multi-room house. Um, They help me out because, basically, they have a room upstairs spare. When they come visit, they stay in it um, because they don't live in this country anymore. So they said they would help me out um, because I can't afford a multi-bedroom home. And so, basically, I talked to my dad and was saying, like, all together, how much does it cost to live here, basically, Mm -hmm. to get information from my friend and he said, well, it's this amount of money, but expect Gregor to add on a few hundred pounds going into next year. Like, yeah. that's normal, like, to add on. Which doesn't make sense, because surely a house that's more lived in should, like... And, you know, this house is not in good condition. Um, probably... Well, it's probably better condition than when I moved in, to be fair. And, like, honestly, comparing it to a lot of housing that I've seen mm. it's a, it's, it is a nice house but he just knows he can work it up so he will well and this is the problem is that because the market is so saturated with expensive housing yeah landlords and estate agents can just do this and mm-hmm. people people are just paying it like I was having like a daydream the other day where I was thinking like what would happen if like I don't know, like a really established estate agent decided actually we're going to lower the prices across the board of all the properties that we offer. Yeah. Wouldn't then like the rest of the market feel they had to like compete with that and then lower? Do, do you see what I'm saying? Because mm. like I understand. Well, I don't, I don't think they're thinking of people like that, are they? They're just thinking. No. I'll just maximize they're thinking, on the money. More that I can money, make. more money, 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 money. But that seemed like a sensible option to me. Like if everyone just. But that's how interest rates and stuff mm. work, I guess. But how is this going to work out? Because every all the properties are getting more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't afford... Yeah, like, um, you can't afford to live here. Or the cheapest properties, which aren't as nice. You know, people are just going to start leaving, surely. Because they can't afford to live here. So I was having a chat with my mum over the Easter weekend. And she... So I'm turning 25 in the summer Mm. I mean that's a thing in itself for me I'm having a bit of a a midlife crisis about that I'm sure everyone goes through it Mm. I'm kind of there yeah but she was saying to me when she was my age she could afford 
to live by herself and that was something she wanted to do because she'd Mm -hmm. you know she'd shared with people during uni and she'd like shared up until this point and she was just kind of done with it she just wanted her it was a possibility for her to do that it was an absolute like she could really comfortably afford that and Mm. she said to me i really feel for you because i just i know that for you and not just for you but like for most people that is just not an option because it's just so unaccessible yeah and it's such a shame because i i genuinely feel like in a way you get taken less seriously if you if you say like oh like you know like i live in a house share Mm. i feel like people take you almost like as a minor in a way like they take you less seriously in who you are and like your age because you're like oh well i'm but it's impossible to it's impossible to make the amount of money needed at our age unless you're like somehow like um promote got promoted like a trillion times in the last few years yeah unless you are extremely rich Mm. or it's it's family or it's fame from family but other than that like there's not enough hours in the day for us to work to make that amount of money no it just doesn't add up especially with bills and also i mean brighton is its own thing but london I literally could not afford to live in I London. I don't know how many how everybody makes it work. I'm on one of those Facebook groups that is, um, you know, for people looking to rent. It's and to be honest, it is mostly people looking in London. So you get a mixture of people who will be like posting themselves saying, "Oh, I'm looking for somewhere to live." Yeah, and here's my budget. Right. So like, I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Most people will say, "Oh, my budget is up to a thousand pound a month." Yeah. How are you doing that? That's a big budget. How? <laughs> like, are you just not eating for the rest mm. of the month? Because... I know. I don't understand, like... Or not... Yeah, you can't have a life or have hobbies or... But they clearly do. Yeah. Like, what jobs are you all doing? If, I know. If you're, like, if you're one of these people, please tell me what jobs you're doing. I know. let me have an interview. Because... <laughs> Literally. How, how are people affording this? I don't understand. I know. And then you or also it's get like... people who are, like, advertising, you yeah. know, their spare room or whatever. And nine times out of ten, it'll be... £900 or more, yeah. not including bills. Yeah. I know. They never include bills anymore. It's crazy. <laughs> and most of these houses, I look at them and I'm like, it's not that nice. Yeah. For the no. amount of money that's being charged, but it's yeah, not that nice. They will get away with it. Somebody will move in. It's competitive. Someone will snatch it up. Yeah. It's really unfortunate, I think, because a lot of the people who struggle to get by, you know, what's going to happen to them in a few years? Like, at this rate... At the level at which prices are increasing, it's just scary because it's like, what will Brighton turn into? Mm. Probably a lot more homeless homeless people and like than the people that can afford to stay here. And I think a lot of major cities are also going this way. Like somewhere like Manchester, for example, used to be mm. quite an affordable city to live in. Yeah, you used to be able to get somewhere to to live. You know, like a nice studio apartment for like under a thousand pounds. I don't yeah. think you get anything like that anymore. And you used to, or even like a house share, you used to probably be able to get like a house share for mm. 400, 500 pounds a month, which is decent. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I would love to be able to pay that sort of money. But now I would say it's like in line with any other major city. Yeah. And the the rates are just increasing like at it's an astronomical crazy. rate. Do you think, is that, um, just greed from landlords or is that is this does does it have to do with the current state of england which is like brexit and inflation and i think inflation definitely has something to do with it yeah it's tricky because most of these prices don't include the bills because i what i would have said was like yeah you know he 
yeah, bills increasing and everything. But this price doesn't even include that. Yeah. So I, I do believe that they just know they can do it. It's just a money making scheme. It is, yeah. Really That's what being a landlord is. is, though. It's literally a scheme. Um, and I just find it really sad. And I just because of this experience that I've had in this home, um, with this landlord, it's just really made me think about landlords a lot more because he has no desire to help me out with any of my problems. Whenever there's something wrong with the house, um, it's a huge chore and it's a big favor from him and he makes a big song and dance of it. Um, but it's things that, you know, like I can't live with. It's impossible for me to live with. So for example, the, there was a hole in the roof, which caused a huge leak and black mold all over the roof upstairs. Um, that's still there, by the way. Mm -hmm. Still has not. Uh, and do you know what's crazy or hilarious about this is that probably when you move out, mm. he will be so meticulous about mm. taking photos of, oh, there's a little mark on the wall. I know. This is what absolutely drives me up the wall. Yeah. Is they will, you'll, you'll move out of, Take it out out of the property yeah. and you will get charged for, oh, there was a speck of dirt on the uh, carpet. Yeah. I'm honestly willing to, to fight with him on those things because I have, I do like to live in a clean, nice place. So I have like over the years painted over gross looking areas or like, you know, fixed things. I've brought in a lot of furniture that, you know, I've offered to him to keep because obviously I'm moving away. Like if he's a, like evil about it, I'm going to really be mm -hmm. angry because I think I've added value to the home. I agree. I would say the same with myself. Like, I really value... It doesn't matter where it is. I value where mm. I live. Yes. I like to, like, and I don't make mind it looking nice. After it. Yeah. And look after it. And every single time, you know, like, an estate agent will come around or whatever, they'll be like, oh, right. But, you know, like, they're surprised at mm. how, I don't know, like, clean or tidy it is. And yeah. I just think, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I've actually never had a deposit taken from me. I have. Definitely have. Really? I think last year I had... <clears throat> maybe I think we had I want to say like it was somewhere between 60 and 100 pound each mm. for cleaning fees yeah. when I know for a fact that I cleaned that house top to bottom like I cleaned all the communal areas I spent like a whole two days cleaning yeah there was somebody that stayed after you though right was it is this a situation where is this where you live with people that I know yeah okay <laughs> I kind of remember it being discussed and like how it was not fair how that went down yeah, I mean, that was a whole thing itself. But mm. I, I can cover my back and say... Yeah, like I'm sure. I know this was cleaned. Yeah. But they'll, they'll just pick on, like, the most... Tiny Most random things. I know. Yeah. And they'll just say, like, oh, well, we... It's just our, our standard. We have to pay for a professional clean. Mm -hmm. so, well, you, yeah, you pay for it then. Yeah, that's part of your job. <laughs> yeah. So... Because I've paid for it in my labour. Yeah. I mean, all this money that I've been giving to you this whole year... Maybe that can go into it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's actually, it's such a joke. They just steal money from you. Do you want to know something though? Every time I leave a place, um, I make it look good to the surface and to like, the, to the naked eye. Mm. But I do it like the cheapest way mm. and very like, you know, probably things will break like right after <laughs> I leave. But as long as everything looks perfectly great and amazing as I'm going out the door, I do not give a monkey's butt. And honestly, that's how, how I got here. Like, when I moved in here, everything looked fine on the surface. And then mm -hmm. everything started to break and fall apart and, like, mold. Mm. Um, so I'm going to do the same. 
Nice. <laughs> Get that sugar soap. Because it's not my, you know, I'm not going to start paying for loads of cleaning supplies and, like, paint that matches the wall and... Because it's just, it shouldn't come out of my pocket. It mm. really should not come out of my pocket, so... Do you want to know another aspect of renting and this whole, like, situation that we're in with renting at the moment that is kind of... It's always at the back of my mind and it's like a worry. It's like... Because we have this thing where generally if you're renting, you're kind of on like a a yearly um, cycle of moving and stuff. It's actually incredibly stressful. Yeah. And it's pretty unsettling yeah, to on awful. a yearly basis be thinking, I've got to move again. Yeah. And I've got to find somewhere to live. Who knows what my next landlord's going to be like. Yeah, yeah. Or just like, what if I can't find somewhere to live? Yeah. What if... It's, what if I can't find somewhere in my budget? Mm-hmm. What if, I don't know, my my neighbours aren't... Like, there's so many things you have to be concerned about and think about mm-hmm. when you're part of this cycle. I know. And that is something for me that I can't wait for the day where I don't have to do that, where I can just think, me too. I'm home and this is my home and I can yeah. do whatever I want to it. Yeah. I know, that is honestly the biggest goal ever for me but I think you'd also feel so much more gratified from doing that because you know mm. it's yours you're putting money into yeah what you own yeah that's true and yeah but yeah that's true I saw a twitter thread the other day which was like such a different opinion to the one that I have about renting so this guy was basically saying that um, to do with this whole, you know, like cost of living crisis, yeah. the renting crisis that is happening right now, he essentially was saying that he doesn't really have any desires to own a home, yeah. and um, he would go on renting forever, really, if it was an easier and like fairer system. And I thought that was such an interesting perspective because, in so many ways, mm. actually renting is is kind of like carefree because ultimately if there's a problem all you have to do is get in contact with the landlord and it is their responsibility to solve the issues and things but it you would think well that's how it it should be yeah so that is just like a flipped perspective that i'd never sort of really considered Mm. and i wonder how many people also share that opinion because you know like so many people owning a home is not their priority but what i would say and i think this is quite unique of the uk is that it is a sign of like social status and I don't know social influence, not even influence, social like power mm-hmm. to own and invest in property. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that necessarily translates to. If I think about like other European cult- cultures and cities, I don't know if they have the same kind of like views and opinions on like invest in properties for you or invest in properties to like resell or rent out. I mean, so for example, like owning and buying a home in is still probably like the best investment you can make in terms of your money. And I think there's such a big onus put on that in this country, but I don't think it is the same across Europe. Like in like Spanish cities and stuff, like a lot of people will just will rent and there isn't that kind of like expectation to buy property. Mm. And therefore the prices are that much more reduced and stuff because it's like, more normal. Yeah, probably like 80% of people rent. Yeah. 
and there's no kind of like expectation that you'll buy a house mm-hmm. well at this rate i feel like i think so many people have been talking about like the right the rising prices and stuff that like we're all at least like our generation is like on the same page of like yeah we probably won't have a house until we're like older because it's just that's what it's looking like mm-hmm. if you trend the rising prices of um of renting and mortgages it's like it's just becoming more and more impossible yeah and i think this has become so much more prevalent for me because i'm i feel like i'm clocking into that i'm in the over 25s category almost not on yet. x factor okay not yet though buddy but not very yet. soon on x factor i'll be in the over 25s and i just really thought like when i was like 15 if i thought of who i was going to be at like 25 i thought i'll be engaged i'll have a house Maybe I'll be thinking about getting a dog or I'll have a dog. Mm-hmm. Got none of those things. Yeah, Not one. <laughs> couldn't afford to have one. No, couldn't, couldn't afford to be any of those things. I know, I know. But as I was saying before to you, it was a different time when we were 15 and things were more affordable. Even like when we were 15, that's not that long ago. But no, things were true. more affordable and people were doing that. So that's why we thought we would do the same. Yeah. And, you know... I think, don't think, we're not failures. We're just, no. we're just living in this awful, awful I don't, I don't of... think it's a failure to not have any of those things. Yeah. But it's just, it's so interesting that I saw this age and this time in your life as like such an adult time. Yeah. But really, I don't feel like no. ready for any of those things or would like want to, I mean, I'd love a dog. I don't want any of those things, really. Well, that's the thing. Like, group living slash renting, to me, makes me feel like a uni student. Mm. Because it's all about talking to your landlord and getting your landlord's permission or, or talking to a housemate or dealing with housemate problems. It's just all very university-ish to me. And so that is kind of why part of me is... A big part of me is, like, I cannot wait to have my own place because... I will, I, well, I'm hoping I'll feel more adulty just doing that just because it's a mindset. It's just such a mindset, you know, having, having all these other people to discuss about the property. It's like, it's just so, because I've been doing it while I've been in school, Mm. it just really correlates for me. Mm. I mean, Um, I don't think it has to be like that. And I think, no, it doesn't. It's just, that's personally how I feel. If you, if you, like, if you were going to stay here, Mm. You'd probably have to house share again at some point. Yes, I would definitely. So, if I wanted, to, yeah, if I wanted to afford it, yeah. And you know, like plenty of people way up into their thirties and stuff still house share. Mm. Um, but I don't know how comparable that would be with like the US. I know. Well, I, I'm pretty sure the US is cheaper than here for renting um, because they also are very good with um, first-time homeowners in the USA. Um, so like, for example, my sit, my two sisters, they were able to buy a home together and it's like a pretty, a pretty nice roomy home for the two of them and their dog. Um, and they were able to do that with like pretty normal jobs. Mm, and mm. when they did that, I think my, my sister was probably like mid to late twenties and my sister was like late twenties, 30 ish. Um, so like that was doable for them, mm. which gives me a lot of hope when I move over there to like, that I could, I could make it work as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I couldn't see myself doing that here. I just would never be able to afford that. Do you know what I'd quite like to do, like, in the next year, mm. is set up a Help to Buy ISA. What's Even that? if... So it's, it's like a, a bank account that you pay 
a set amount of money into and I mean I think it's changed a bit now but it's something like you pay a certain amount and the government will pay in an amount as well yes I don't know if they match it or they just like it's an agreed rate that Mm. they but essentially it's it's like a help to buy scheme Mm. that you would pay into to save to eventually is it towards a a home or yeah to put a deposit on a house but this Mm. is kind of what I mean about like expectations in this country yeah yeah I just feel like the onus is so much on owning a house. I know. And it's kind of scary, too, because, like, as, like, you were saying, like, we're kind of, we're mid-20s now, and it's, like, we have to start thinking about these things. Like, starting those, that scheme and, like, yeah. like thinking about, like, another thing that I was talking about, which doesn't have to do with this, but I'm going to say it anyway, um, my sister talked to me about investing. Yeah. Like, we should kind of be thinking about that, because, you know, when you come out of your job, you know, when you're retired yeah. investing can really help you live a very good life after at the end of your life so that's another thing that we like there's so many things that just like you wouldn't i would never know to do but just like pop up like and we have to think about but yeah that's that's a different topic but it's something that like you know if we we should start thinking about money yeah because money is savings savings i've never been good at saving money but i'm at an age now where i need to literally start putting money away in case of anything do you remember when i was messaging you about my laptop like breaking for like five minutes i like panicked and i messaged mc like oh my god my laptop won't turn and i don't know what to do and i was like googling how much it usually costs to like get it fixed and it was going to be like hundreds of pounds and i was like i don't have that amount of money and i was really panicking and i was like this is why i need to save money you need to have day. a little yeah you need to have a little nest in case something like that goes wrong. I'm seriously considering moving to somewhere in the country that is way less expensive than where I live right now mm. in order to have more disposable yes. money. But but not to spend, but to, to put away. Because mm. currently, although like I love where I live and like I love the life that I've kind of curated for myself, I have nothing left at the end of the month. Mm. How can you? Yeah, living here, like... Not like oh, everything. <laughs> it sounded like I was crying. Yeah, and see, everything that I earn, yeah, goes out. Yeah, everything, yeah. and I, I just don't want to keep going that way because it's quite like also demoralizing because you work mm. full time every month. Yes, and you have nothing to kind of like prove for it at the end. I know, I know. It's all these thoughts that I have like swimming around in my head every single day that is just. It's it's taunting me. It's scary. I know. Yeah. It's really scary. But yeah, renting, in in my opinion and experience, is not fun. Because we're young and we're struggling. Yes, we are. And also, it's a huge struggle. Yeah. Just landlords. I'm just so sick of them. Do you have any positive renting stories? No. Not any? No, I've never had a good landlord. <laughs> no, but just I just mean in terms of like anything to do with... Um, the process or no not to the process I liked living with my friend who I lived here with for a short time like that was a nice time but it was because me and her made it a nice time and we went through a lot of trauma because of the house and the landlord so Mm. I don't think it has anything to do with renting that it was a good time Mm -hmm. I just I've never had a good experience renting Mm. I think out of the five yeah the second house I lived in was my best experience like Nothing went wrong with the house. We all like it was. It was a really nice house. Really yeah. liked living there. It was a lovely location. 
it was just like a good time overall. Although, I mean, I basically didn't live there for half the year because half of it was in lockdown. Yeah. But aside from that, like, the estate agents were great. If there was a problem, wow. you would send them an email. You would get a response within, like, 24 hours. They were just, like, basically anything that you said. Yeah. They were like, okay, yeah, we'll come and have a look at that or, like, sort wow, it. Oh, that's pretty good. They were, yeah, that was, like, the one that was really great. And if now I had someone who was like, oh, we're looking to rent with blah, 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 mm. I, I would recommend them. Yeah. But that is the only one, really and truly. Yeah. I just think landlords in Brighton are not... Not the best, especially if you go, like, private. It's usually just, like, random people who think they can do it and, like, just don't put any <laughs> money into it. It's so tricky. And we've both had mice-related problems, haven't we? Yes, MC, please tell your story because <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. To be honest, this isn't even a story about renting. This is just another one of those... Well, yes, because you shouldn't have even had to deal with that problem in the first place. Well, that is... It was a very minor problem in the end, but this was... This is another... It was could traumatic. Only happen, could only happen to MC problem. Yes. Honestly, I've had to deal with some disgusting mouse scenes, but this literally made me, like, throw up in my mouth. <laughs> now I can laugh about it, but honestly, at the time. Trauma. Oh my god, the trauma. So, this was when I'd, like, recently moved into where I live now. Probably, se- like, late September, I okay. would say. Yeah. Maybe early October. But it was it was still kind of, like, warm. So we had, like, a very small mouse problem. I think... A combination of um, us living pretty close to, like, the communal bins of the whole street. Yeah. It being, like, a really hot summer. um, And mice breed in those kind of conditions. Yeah, they do. They love a warm summer. So my housemate had said to me, like, oh, um, nothing to worry about, really. Like, I've put poison down and stuff, but we do have, like, a small mice issue at the moment. (laughs) Yeah. Um, not to be alarmed yeah and like you know what i hadn't lived there very long and i kind of like extremely hate rats and mice but i was yes, like <laughs> okay just gonna have to deal with this and like i did kind of get in my own head about it because i'd be going to sleep and i would hear just like one little noise and i would think there was like mice in the walls and stuff yes. but that was just my own kind of like intrusive thoughts yeah anyway um there was this one day where i'd been to the shop and i just picked up like a couple bits i think it was like a friday i picked up like a couple bits for the weekend mm-hmm and I went to put them in my cupboard. So I bought, like, a nice loaf of bread and, like, a couple bits. Put them in my cupboard. Shut it. Didn't think anything of it. And then I, I must have had, like, quite a busy weekend for some reason. And it got to the Sunday and I hadn't used this loaf of bread at all. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it was a fresh loaf of bread from M&S. Mm-hmm. Don't want to waste it. So I thought, oh, I'll whack it in the freezer. I can have this for another time. Mm-hmm. So get it out of my cupboard. Put it in my freezer. Kind of forget about it for a couple of weeks until, like the next weekend rolls around where I've got, like, a slow Saturday morning. And I wake up and I'm like, oh, I've got that loaf of bread in the freezer. Mm -hmm. Gonna have some slices of toast. So go downstairs, like, get the uh, loaf out of the freezer and I just grab, like, a couple slices out of it and I pop them in the toaster. And as I'm stood there, like, waiting for the toast to to toast, as it were, I, I, like, see something... Something basically just, like, catches my eye in the bread bag because this was, like, a white loaf of bread and there was something, like, dark in there. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, has it gone mouldy, maybe? Like, oh, God. <laughs> bit weird. So I peek inside the bag. There is a frozen mouse in <laughs> my loaf of bread. 
Imagine the horror. I literally... I would have literally cried and peed my pants. Oh my god. I was so close to literally just running down the whole street and being like, can anyone help me? Yeah. Were you home alone? No, I wasn't. My housemate was there at the time. And... Yeah, I just, like, threw this loaf of bread, like, halfway across the kitchen because I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck has gone on? Like, yeah. She was like, this is horrific. And I, like, called her into the kitchen. And I was like, uh, weird things just happened. Yeah. <laughs> Not to a, alarm you, but... <laughs> there's a mouse in the freezer. And at first, I couldn't work out. I was like, holy shit, how has a mouse got in the freezer? Like, mm. how? Break it, there's then you break it down. There's mice getting into our fridge. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. And then I was like, no, hang on, hang on. Break this is down. not how this has happened. A mouse has clearly got into my cupboard... And then got into the loaf. Yeah. And, and I you picked carried... Oh! I can't even, like, talk about you it. You carried that poor little guy to his death. Yeah, I have <laughs> picked up my loaf of bread with an alive mouse in it. I know. How did you not... He must have been... He must have... I, it, it must have been so frightened. Yeah, that he just didn't do anything. Oh, I might have touched it! <laughs> it makes me feel <laughs> actually so horrific. Oh, that's the thing, though. They're tiny little buggers. And I've frozen this poor little mouse to death. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so awful. And That's trauma. So I obviously didn't eat those two slices of toast that I put in the toaster. I threw everything away. Yeah. I'm not exaggerating when I say that I couldn't eat bread for like a good two months afterwards. Wait, did you take some of the frozen bread out? Yeah. Without noticing the mouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put it in the toaster. Buddy. Oh my god. I obviously didn't eat anything. Put your glasses on. <laughs> oh my god, it was over. Well, you don't expect to see that, do you? No, you don't. You really don't. I wouldn't. Oh Even if I god. had bread in my bread bin, I would not expect to see a mouse in there. Oh, so awful. Um... Oh, it's just another one of MC's moments, I guess. Mm. But bloody mice! That story gets me every time. That is just so traumatic. It was so and you didn't bad. even really have like a mouse problem. Like it was no, no, no. Bad. And then like literally after that, I I never saw a mouse or like any sign that a mouse had been anywhere near our house ever again. Yeah, it was just like a bad luck thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! So oh, horrific. buddy, I'm so sorry. What a nightmare renting is. Yeah. But I mean, that really has nothing to do with the fact that I was renting that. It's no, just, it like... does. It does, MC. It 100% does. We should not have mouse problems. But I think that would happen to me if I'd like literally owned like the Ritz or if yeah, I... Yeah, because you're you. Yeah. To be honest, if I had to guess, I think I've probably disposed of 100 mice bodies. Really? Yes. Yes. That is a lot. I've done it so many times. And my old housemate had to do it a bunch of times. I she... have seen the worst of the worst. By the end, she was literally not phased by it, was no. she? Which no. is really bad. It just goes to show that when you're exposed to it that much, it's just like... Yeah. God. What a time. I know. It's it's it's, it's rough. But you know what? We're just going to keep going, keep saving, and hope one day we well, can Well, start saving. That's yeah. what I need to do. I know. Yeah. We just got to stick together and get through it. <laughs> well... Do you have any more to add to this? No, I think if debate. we'll just keep going. You could just leave it. I mean, I, I really could talk and talk for hours but i don't i, I don't want to kind of like, to edit this it's gonna be like gosh <laughs> i don't know how long we've been recording for if Me you've been either. listening for like half an hour just know that we would have cut, cut a lot out <laughs> yeah literally a lot we've been yammering <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> speaking of landlords um that disgusting flummy cough was mine <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if that would have got picked up or not oh it definitely would have do you think oh, his cough is I'm not even going to talk about it. It's another topic. <laughs> We've already almost delved into it before. But we never I have truly. I just feel like the podcast, you know, is maybe not the best place to vent. This is a sacred <laughs> space. You don't need to know about these things. Yeah, literally. Um, 
Should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. I think we've been talking for a long time. Mm. Um, so we will see you in the next episode. Don't forget to please give us a follow on Instagram. Yes, definitely. At Young and Struggling Pod. We post little teasers, so if you want to have a little uh, teaser promo of the episodes, you can get that exclusive content on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we're just really grateful that you're still here and listening to us. Yeah, thank you guys for listening and talking to us, listening to us talk about like random things. (laughs) And maybe like let us know any suggestions of any episodes you would want to hear our perspectives on. Yes, definitely. Small or big topics. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Have a great week. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. No. Bye! (laughs) Thank you for listening to Young and Struggling. I've been MC. I've been Hannah. See you next week for more fun and tales of woe. And some more juicy goss. Don't forget to subscribe on all various platforms and leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Only if it's nice though. Yeah, no bully.